Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. It's <laughs> pretty great. Hey, hey, hi, hello. My name's Corey David. Welcome to the Rotating Tap Podcast. I am uh, on a little field trip. Everybody knows I'm out in New York right now. Did uh, some stuff with Prison City about a week ago. That was super fun. It's nice to play catch up with some friends. And now I'm in Saratoga Springs, where I spent about seven years breaking hearts and <laughs> and causing and creating enemies and friendships. Uh, but I'm back now, uh, hopefully just to have some fun conversations with a good friend of mine, Ryan McFadden, uh, who is the owner of multiple establishments here in town. Ryan, say hey and tell us a little bit about who you are. Uh, what's up? Hey, uh, yes, yeah, so I know co- I own two bars slash restaurants right now in saratoga which is a great great thing to be you know in charge of current oh time. yeah of course seems yeah. like it's booming things have been great since you left uh, <laughs> that's that's really what it was <laughs> but yeah Corey like used to sell us beer and then uh i used to try to sell you beer yeah i used to try <laughs> you know, you were, the breweries you were representing weren't always appealing. I, know, I, know. I gotta say your effort was always there yeah we just I mean, show up <laughs> try to make the best of it it was all you know after a while you're like okay i gotta have this conversation every week uh we're probably not gonna what was the first doors are open at? smiles are on yeah. i'm just here to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you something you don't want you were persistent yeah <laughs> uh, i worked for harpoon first. harpoon that yeah. was the one you even went you got the picture of the oh my god burn. i was gonna ask you about that that was that, so funny i was like well look he's committed to <laughs> selling it we're not gonna buy it still or put the picture up but so i don't know if you actually had said it but so you own um energy tap Sorry, room yes and then you own and flappered social yeah yes i probably didn't say <laughs> it. it's okay it's probably good to do yeah. so yeah before we get too sidetracked i uh you guys do you still have the pictures of the iconic like beer people we do we have the less bar? of them now we, we did a, a recent remodel, but some of them are still there. Yeah, yeah, okay. So remind me again who's on the wall or who was on the wall. So we have uh, Fritz from Anchor Steam, who was one of the originals. We have Jimmy Carter, who uh, re- allowed home brewing, which sort of gave birth to the craft beer movement. Right. We had Sam from Dogfish Head. Um, we have Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn. There were all these like really nice, well done, like yeah. black and white photos yeah. of like Mary beer Bell. history, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, trying to get in with you guys, I was I got you a framed picture of Rich Doyle and Dan Canary, yeah. the founders of Harpoon, and I remember giving that to you and just like looking at it like I, I gifted you a dead cat. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just, it was like, like getting a oh, bad present from your aunt on Christmas. I was like, thank you. because you. I love it. I love you guys. And yeah, like when, at the time when I was working there, like you just weren't really digging their beers or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like it's, it's whatever. Nothing, like, nothing it's against like, them. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Yeah, but it right. was just funny because I gave you this thing that you felt obligated to like yeah. put on the wall. This is so nice. And then I think it was there for like two weeks, and At then max. I noticed it. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it made it that far. It came in one time, and I was like, oh, they took it down. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened to it, but it, you know, we had hung it up as as a gesture. It was very polite lesson. of yeah. you to at least hang it up for that long, <laughs> or whatever. Can you think of the last time somebody gave you a gift like that that you were just like, boy, I uh, thanks, but I really. I don't want this in my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope my mom doesn't listen to your podcast, but uh, she's our favorite. She's our number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she uh, she likes to paint, but she'll make like six of the same painting, 
and then give it to me for Christmas every year. So I have like, um, obviously you don't have so much wall space in your house. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. But, <laughs> Wait, but it's the same picture. It's like, so every year? she painted a picture of my daughter, Molly, but she painted her from three angles. So it was basically the same picture. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want? And they're big. They're large pictures. I'm like, where am I supposed to put this? So every year is it the same? Like, so she'll paint like a different angle of Molly like sort every of. year? Yeah. Or just like, you know, so like I didn't like this one, so I changed it. But I, here's both of them. We got the back yeah. of her head this year. Yes. It's a Merry right. Christmas. Yeah. I think I, that was a missing angle. I can't wait to get, we got to get that up in the house. It's reverse. <laughs> but then one year she came over, she was in one of the bedrooms and I had just stacked all of her uh, paintings that we didn't hang up in the closet and she saw them and there's probably 15 and it was. Oh God. I felt really bad. Do you have to do a <laughs> shuffle where if you know if you know she's coming over, then you're like, "Quick, we gotta hang all the paintings." I up. mean, that that may or may not have happened <laughs> in the past. It's like, oh yeah, we have it right in the main space. That's where it always is. Yeah, not they're just all because you're here. At the same time, <laughs> yeah, we actually put one on the front door because we knew <laughs> yeah, you were. Because <laughs> right. oh, we knew yeah, you were coming. Like, where we hung that? That's very nice. My brother used to have to do that when before he and his wife, now wife, got married. She was living at his house. Okay. And they. Uh, my parents didn't know that they were living together. Uh. So when my mom would come to visit, they'd have to move all of her stuff out into the garage. And oh, then and, and act like it wasn't happening? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> commitment. Commitment to a lie. <laughs> just like I was going to say, that's probably a lot of detail you got to pay attention to there, like too. It seems like one uncomfortable conversation would be so much more worth it. Yeah, right. <laughs> just be like, hey, we are living together. So <laughs> you know, This person I've been dating for five years, probably going to get married soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we kind of live together. I hope your parents didn't come over that often because moving's the worst. often enough. <laughs> Having to like do that all like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we'll be ready. Don't come for two hours. An hour later. Hey, I forgot my gloves. I'm coming back. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'll run them out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's funny. Tight, yeah, man. This is my first thing. This is my first time actually at Flatbread. I mean, yeah, I came I last say, night. Uh, well, how long ago did you move? It's two years ago. Okay, so yeah. About yeah. We are, we, our two-year anniversary is New Year's Eve, so. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. But <laughs> it's, a, I mean, a lot, I don't know if you think, like, a lot's changed in here, the sound in, like, two years? Um... In the last two specifically, not. I mean, it's always changing. Yeah. You know, so there's definitely new restaurants and things like that, and more shit going up, buildings, condos. But it's been like that for five years. Wasn't running one business in town like enough? It was. Like why the fuck did yeah. you decide yeah. that this was? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't know. You just we wanted uh, space for a new shuffleboard tables. Yeah. Like, we what just the hell? Like, we're obsessed with <laughs> shuffleboard, and there wasn't enough space to have three at tap room. Yeah. No, I don't know. We just. Uh, we ask ourselves that question a lot. I'm like, didn't we have enough shit going on? We had two little kids, and I don't know. We added so this ambitious. bad boy to the plate. Yeah, yeah not anymore. I mean, it's an awesome space. It always surprised me that this never did better. Like, not this restaurant, but like right. anything that came before it. The monk. Yeah, it's a cool building. What was it the really monk? Is. What was the Bel- Belgian beer bar? Belgian beer bar. Yeah, Mary what was monk. it? It was. Uh, what was it? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> oh, what no, didn't work about it? No, no, no. I forgot. I didn't remember the name. It was. Oh Mary yeah, Mary Monk. Monk. Mary I'm Monk. also hungover today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> Belgian beer bar. Are you like a big Belgian beer bar fan? Not really. Yeah. So I think that that. that Belgian beer bars worked better before, like, the big craft beer movement. Yeah, like, sure. I remember there was one in Philly when we lived there called Trilogy that has since closed, but it was, like, it was cool because it was the only place where you could get sort of, like, more unique beers. But mm-hmm. once, like, everything else happened in beer, it was sort of, like... Yeah, you lose you know, that lose uniqueness. Definitely. Yeah, and you can only have so many Belgian beers anyway. Like, one, do you like two, Belgian beers anyway? No, I mean, once in a while, but yeah. to be honest, when was the last time I went out and ordered a Belgian beer? I don't know. It's been a minute. Ago. Yeah. Something like an Orville is, like, classic 
Yeah, like I'll love They're those. They're good. I mean, it's not like yeah. I have a bunch of that. Right. You're not going to go out and drink six of them. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, three philosophers to your face and then take a nap. Right. For the next the six hours. The nap would be necessary. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, do you, are you like a big sour drinker? Do you like lambic stuff? A little bit. So I, I used to be more into it, I would say. Yeah, when you wanted to be cool and fit in. Yeah, right. I was trying yes. to be trendy and like super <laughs> cool. I was like, oh my God, this is the most sour, sour ever. It's yeah, badass. guys, I love this. I love this. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've sort of just admitted that I'm very basic and that I really just like drinking IPAs and stouts. Yeah. It's okay. I, and, you just know, a nice lager in the summer, too, but... I'm not. I'm, I don't drink a ton of sour. Yeah. I appreciate it for a few sips. Like if I'm splitting it with somebody, I'm like, oh, I like this. But do I usually sit around and drink a bunch of them? Absolutely not. Because the fruited sour thing isn't really like a big deal out here, right? Like the slushy, uh, the slushy sour thing. It's getting happening? a little trendier, I think. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. huge out west. Is like, it? Everybody's doing it, and I hate every part of it. With really? It might be. Okay. Just like dull fruit juice in a can that's like four percent alcohol, and they charge like twenty bucks a four pack for it. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I don't want that. I mean, yeah. It's it's. If you ever want, just want a glass of orange juice, just have it. Just have it. And it also doesn't help that, like, I don't know. That whole fruited category to me is just. It's not even really. It's not. Is it beer anymore? Can is it just something else? No. Well, now it, the line is so blurred with seltzers and everything. It's just like we just found a way to put alcohol in this now. So yeah. whatever it is. Is it beer? Probably not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just going to spike this glass of milk now, and right. we're going to put it on tap. Fuck yeah. They're, they're doing milks at 6% now. Sweet. <laughs> 6%? 6% skim milk. It used milks. to be, yeah, it used to be the amount of whole milk that it is, and it's actually the alcohol percentage yeah. now. Yeah, it's the, yeah, right. What percentage milk you would do? Oh, dude, I've been crushing these eight percenters. Yeah. I'm so sick right now. It's so great. Uh, what are we drinking right now? Speaking of, like, what's local, so what's this good? Is, we are drinking the... Unified, right time, right place, pale. Okay. Unified Brew Works is uh, good friends of ours. Jeff and Eric are just down the road in Malta. They are making killer beers, um, really good beers. And I think I was mentioned to you off air previously, but at Tap Room, you know, we get really good, we get really good beers too here at Flatbread. Um, but Tap Room, that's the main draw for the yeah, most sure. point. And when we put a Unified keg on now, it's the it's gone. I mean, it's unbelievable how fast their beer moves, even though they're down the street mm -hmm. and they're, you know, their stuff's it's available. Um, they're just making really good beer. So, and I love pale ales. I always have. Yeah, I feel sure. like they, you know, it they taste good. They're less alcohol, so you can have a bunch without being totally retarded. Uh, and this one's great. So this is their yeah, right time, right place. We always have it on tap here. Um, so it's always a solid option that you can get here at Flatbread Social. Easy drinker. It goes great with pizza. Yeah, and I hate uh, going to a bar, and then you look at the menu, and they're like, is there anything here under 8%? They're like, no. It's either uh, yeah, we've got six Imperial Stouts on and yeah. five double IPAs, yeah. and four Gozes at once for yeah, some yeah. reason. So those are under 8 But yeah, <laughs> yeah no, right. it's actually an Imperial Goza, so you're going to get pretty twisted <laughs> yeah. off of that, too. Right. It's like, uh, it's lunch. I don't, you know, I don't need a 9% drink. Yeah, yeah. I still need to keep <laughs> this job. <laughs> right. yeah. No, it's tough. The, there is a trend now towards lower alcohol beer that I'm, I'm very into. I just think it's, you know, it's it's smart because if you grew up drinking beer like me and you did, which is uh, I'm assuming that you're in the same boat as me, was crushing Miller Lights in college or sure. whatever. So, you know, all of a sudden when you're just drinking Treehouse Double IPAs, you can't you drink them at the same rate. You're well, in big trouble. Low key flexing, <laughs> yeah. drinking some Treehouse. Well, I, I, you got a little busted on last night. I, it, it was. <laughs> I just got Dylan, our bartender over there, made a run this week. So I oh, got, he got he got me he got me a mix pack. So I've been shotgunning King Julius in your own apartment. Oh my god. Yeah, they they catch up with you quick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 
celebrating a negative COVID test, so you're just shotgunning. Exactly. I felt, I felt released from prison. It was great. Yeah, that's really um, nice. Two negative tests. God, it felt good. Yeah. The um, I think the beer scene in New York never really got – it doesn't get the national recognition that I think it deserves. Like, obviously, people think of New England area. Like, they think of Vermont. You think of some right. stuff in Massachusetts or whatever. But yeah. the upstate New York beer scene's – been great for a while it's just i think everything's really spread out you know there's in the capital region yeah. i don't think there's like a ton to ride home about syracuse is pretty bleak like there's not a lot going on yeah there and then the hudson valley you've got some really great stuff great but stuff it's, down it's there. all sprinkled like hours apart right you know, so there's no dense well, concentration. It's, it's it's a huge state right like you said so it's not yeah. it's not easy to just be like oh hey we're gonna although i guess new england isn't exactly a the state of New England. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, it's not like a tight spot. You're like, I'm going to New England. But it's basically all Rhode Island. It's just the tiny. Yeah, yeah so right. You, it all fits in there. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's all spread out. Yeah. But up here we're getting more and more good breweries, which is nice, local breweries. So it's. Uh, I'm hoping that people start paying more attention and work this into, like, beer trips up here. Yeah. So. Because the hardest see. part is, especially when you were opening Henry Street, like, I think there's part of you that wants to support local breweries but then at the, there's like this flip side where i'm like well it doesn't necessarily mean just because you're local that you're like good right and either. that's the thing like a lot of and, and not to, you know to throw shade at anyone around here that's but okay that's why i'm here yeah <laughs> 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 you know like uh craft beer doesn't mean it's good beer right yeah, someone's like i opened a brewery i'm like all right well that's okay but that's it, nice that's nice that's cool you know? yeah I wish you luck, but it's it, like, you hey, know. I opened a bar. It's yeah. Like, hey, cool. That's right. great. Well, cool. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> well, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's true. There's a there's a lot of breweries that aren't making that good of beer. So yeah, that's I mean that's everywhere. Like yeah. Colorado, there's obviously plenty of people that are making good stuff, but then there's there's so many there's just so many breweries out there that it's yeah. impossible for all of them to be like great. I would imagine in Colorado, it's probably there's so there's so many, right? Like yeah. you said, yeah, it's so probably I'd, tough out there. And it's still it's like any place else. It's just the top ten to fifteen percent is what really stands out, and then everything else is like, eh, it's fine, it's okay, yeah, it's yeah. okay, it's fine, yeah. But are you are you more of like a hazy drinker, or are you, are you like West Coast IPAs? Um, Where do you like? I like we- I like them both. Yeah. I mean, I'd I like to, the trendy thing now is to not like hazy IPAs, but I I do. <laughs> I've been on that bandwagon <laughs> for quite some time. I've been uh, a hater for a long time. Yeah, a lot. But I do like West Coast IPAs. I mean, some I get to the to the point where you know a lot of these like juicy IPAs they all taste the same, and if they taste yeah, too much thing. like juice, it just tastes like a glass of heartburn for me. Uh. So I get like you know. Once you reach a certain quality threshold with hazies, that's my biggest dilemma is that they kind of all taste exactly I, the same. They, like once you make do. them well enough, they're like, yeah. oh, this literally could be anybody's. Yes. And, oh, that, and that's also something that's positive as far as, like, people, like, chasing beer and stuff is that sure. now enough people are making good New England-style IPAs. Like, you don't have to drive six hours or whatever to get in a car and be like. Unless you just really love waiting in line. Uh, right. I Some mean, people love that. They, You know, they like, I guess. I mean, it's do do people love waiting in line? They is go to the, the bank. They thing? go to the DMV. They don't even <laughs> ride the roller coasters. As soon as they get through the line, they just get back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back, man. That was something else. That was something I never really did. That I think I did that one. Do you remember the, any, any big beer pilgrimages that you ever did? I, I did the Vermont yeah. run one Vermont. time when I did Hill Farmstead before yep. it was a little bit more widely distributed. But even that was maybe like half an hour. It wasn't this big burdensome kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Hill Farms that I've been up to a couple times. We took our staff up there, and it's fun. It's beautiful up there. Um, a few years ago, a bunch of my friends from college, we rented a house in Stowe and just used that as, like, a focal point to do beer runs. 
But it was also then we just had a beautiful house in Stowe that we hung out and ate and drank beer for four days. So, you know, it's the worst. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds terrible. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think there's there's things like that that I think are worth it and are are fun to do. But as far as like, you know, I know some guys that will go once a week to Treehouse and to go up to Hill Farms, which is almost four hours from here. And like, (laughs) it just seems like so much work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's eight hours in the car. I mean, shit. That's a lot of podcasts. (laughs) That's That's a a lot lot of of Joe Rogan. That's that's a lot. Right. (laughs) You get educated on the way up and down. Yeah. Talk about space and drugs. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think. But these, I mean, I this is really good. Like it's really clean, and I think I love the fact. Yeah. When it comes to hazies, I just hate it when there's overly sweet, and sometimes they get that. You get that like kind of cloying, chalky kind of. Yeah, I know. Just like yeah, this is not my not my jam. But I like I, this a lot. You so you basically always have a unified on here at Henry Street. Yep. Uh, at Flappert Social. Yeah. Uh, I said here or at Henry Street. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this Corey, is my geez. show. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> correcting like you. That? I don't yeah. know. No, you're right. Yes, we always have it on here. We have unified. (laughs) 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 We have unified on a lot next door. Um, Who else is really killing it around here right now? Common Roots has been for a minute. Common Roots has really exploded too. Like I'll I'll be in Boston and their shit's like all over draft list and stuff. Like they've they're in New York City. Like they're so they're doing really well. Um, And you know them. They're obviously they're great people too. Yeah, they're, they're doing really well around here. Uh, who else is killing it around here? I mean, Isn't that Walt and Whitman place open up here? Yeah, Whitman. So uh, their beers are pretty good, I think. I haven't had a lot of them. Re- okay. Since everything shut down, I haven't really been over there or anywhere. I'm sort of just either here or at my house. Yeah. Um, so I think everything's sort of like hit a pause for the sure. last six months, obviously. Uh, so I think they're doing well, though. I know. You know Farnsworth? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's doing all their can work. I think they're actually distributing some stuff now, so I think they're picking up some steam. Okay, tight. Um, yeah. It so. always kind of surprised me that for as popular of a town as this is, there was never a brewery that, like, killed it, like, right in town. Right. But you had yeah. Saratoga Brewery, and their beers were always, like, fine. You know? It was yeah. never, it was never anything that, like, the knocked game. your socks off. You know, they were selling lagers and, you know. Oh, yeah, it was super old school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything, every style that they made was just kind of, if you know, killed it in the 80s. Right, yeah. Kind of thing. Like, yeah. yeah, this was really knockout when Ambers were a big deal. Right. They were, yeah. They were, uh, they, they didn't make it. No, of, of course. <laughs> yeah. But they were doing, they did well they for a also, long time. I mean, the, the fact that there was nothing, like, in town. Yeah. The, they were a the little town was town. primed for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, there's, there, it's a great downtown scene for restaurants, bars, whatever. So, um, you know, we got the Druthers Brothers. We got Whitman now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Who else is downtown? Did That's you ever it. almost come up with a terrible idea of opening a brewery yourself? Almost. I feel like you would have. I feel like yeah. you've probably talked Close. about that, like after after a couple shots of whiskey on many yeah. occasions. Just be like, we should just do it. We should do it ourselves. We just do it. We <laughs> were gonna do. We were gonna do it here, actually. Oh really? Yeah. We were like, well, what if we just turned this? And then I'm like, didn't he? This is enough. We don't need to then find that's brewers, so and that's a whole nother game. Yeah, and we would have been late to it, you know. Like right now, I feel like if you're opening a brewery, you got to be pretty confident in your stuff because it's not—they're not all going to make it. I'm sure that I'm sure that th- by the time the winter's over, a lot of places that have popped up will be gone. Oh sure, know? yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't want to get in that. G- Not—I don't have any knowledge about how to brew beer. You just so. think it's fun? Yeah, it's like I think it's fun. I like yeah. it. It, 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 it. That's it. And that's where it is. I'm not a brewer yeah. at all. I've tried a couple of times, and I get so—I just get so bored. You know why? Because it's fucking boring. Yeah. <laughs> Some <laughs> people really love it, though. I think engineers love it. Yeah. People with that science brain absolutely love it. That ain't me. I—I uh-huh. I, I did it at my apartment a few times with all the cleaning and like. 
then the beer I made wasn't that good. And I was yeah, like, I don't, I is there even alcohol in this? Dude, I don't even yeah. know if there's any booze. There's like a flat, <laughs> disgusting beer. Like this, you know. For all the work and what it winds up costing, you're just like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I'm just gonna go buy. Right. I can walk in and take my pick. Yeah. Yeah. So I could go to the gas station and buy a couple Mickey's right now, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. Yeah. and have a way better time. <laughs> right. Slogging through this beer that I made. This I yum. Yeah. yeah. Had you thought about what you would call it? Did you throw any names around? No, never got that far. Okay, never got that far. Yeah, yeah, never got that far. Okay, wasn't sure, I just wasn't <laughs> sure how far you'd fleshed this idea out no. potentially. The only thing we ever had. So our, our the name of our company is the Duck and Goose, which is named after our two our two deceased pugs. Oh, uh, <laughs> so that horrible and also sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's all right. They had good runs. Yeah, sure. They, they, they weren't the best dogs. We were, I loved them, but <laughs> they shit on all of our stuff. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know, their names might have been involved, but no, we never never made it that far. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Never got that drunk during the conversation yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah. really think. Or you passed out ahead of time. You're yeah. just like, right. and you know, we should it. call it. Yeah. Back to the burrito. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a couple questions that I wanted to ask you, but Please. we should probably just get it into the chug. All right, let's do this. We should probably just get that out of the way, and then you have a joke prepared, Excuse right? Me. Uh, I mean, do I have a joke prepared? Not exactly, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wing it. You're a man of the people. Like you're supposed to have this stuff like at the ready. You don't have like a stock joke that you tell people? No, I don't. I uh, I have I, I have dad jokes that I tell my kids because they like them. Yeah, we like those. That's it. That's yeah. fine. Um, we have it's mostly dads on this podcast. Okay. We interview brewers <laughs> that are yeah. all about our age. Right. Just think it's a lot of dads. It's a bunch <laughs> of you know little overweight dads with facial hair. All right, they, then maybe they can pass. Give I'll, yourself t- a I'll break. tell them what my son gets a kick out of because I get to do the. Uh, okay, there's a finger movement involved. Oh God, that sounds weird. Yeah, it does sound strange. <laughs> uh, there's no video. Here I don't think that, you that like. It's it's one of those deals. Like as soon as you say it, <laughs> yeah. you're like. That's not how I yeah. meant that to be. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's what we'll do. Uh, okay. So the for everybody that doesn't know, we do a chug every show for our chug leaderboard. Uh, it's really hard to crack the top 10 right now, but if you do a beer that's over 8%, you get three seconds off of your time. As soon as the beer touches your lips, I'll start the timer, and then as soon as you're done, I'll stop it. Um, so tell us what you're drinking. Is it over 8%? It's over 8%. You're a goddamn champion. Especially because you said you weren't feeling that great I'm today not, either. But look, I want that three-second discount. <laughs> yeah, I know. We almost didn't make <laughs> this happen. You texted me this morning. You're like, what yeah. time? Yeah. You didn't even, like, not, <laughs> like you were just, like, ready for, like, a showdown. You're like, what time? What, what, t- what time is this happening? <laughs> well, I was, because li- I, I was lightly hung over my son. I'm like, am I doing a podcast today? And then I was, uh, and you're like, oh, no, I'm, I can't do it. I'm hung over. And I was like, oh, okay. Me too. Yeah, you're like a sweet, <laughs> like, kind of relieved. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, all right. Uh, that <laughs> here we no, go. I was just like, you know what? I'm already, I'm all the way down here. Yeah. Like we gotta like make this, we gotta make this happen. Okay, so you gotta right. tell us what you're drinking. So I am drinking single cut, another another now local brewery. Yeah, because um, they were just doing contract stuff. They were based they out of Queens, right, or something yep. like that. And then another they, in Clifton Park. Okay, cool. so they make great beer. Um, this is their. Where's that confounded bridge? Double so dry poetic. IPA. These fucking beer names. I mean, beer names are. New York actually might be one of the worst states I've ever seen for all the poetic beer names that people come up with. That's one thing that I will say about other places is that they people are usually pretty straight to the point. Like this is oh, our yeah. bra- this is our brown ale. 
That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would be nice because the thing is, like, I'll, I, you know, I probably won't remember. Like, oh, what beer were you drinking? Where's that confounded, bri- you know, like? Yeah, and then it kind of actually keep it to three words. It lends to the culture of like it almost doesn't matter what the beer was because you're like, well, I'm gonna try something else next time anyway. Well, the other thing is they probably won't make this again. So yeah. that's the thing so now. Like, what's good like, is this? You know, they, IPAs that come out now, they're one-offs because everyone's got to stay fresh to stay relevant. So it used to, it used to be in the early days. Not to get off track, but it's like, go ahead, Firestone, Firestone's IPA. Yeah, I know what that tastes like. Oh, Green Flash, West Coast IPA. Love that beer. Now it's, you know, here's the uh, our rotating triple hop, dry hop version of the same because they have to put something fresh in. Yeah, out of course. The people that are chasing beers and want to try something different. And humans are fickle beasts. We want new yeah. things. Right. New. And Can't possibly have something br- that we've had before. Right. But, but you liked it. Yeah. So <laughs> brewers are like, you know, uh, we put a little bit of sprinkle of sugar dust in there. We changed the name. Yeah. I mean, it's people like you are the reason that this is a, also a problem because yeah. we would come in and be like, "Hey, we moved like a keg of nooner in two days. Do yeah. you want another one?" You're like, "Fucking nope." Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call me in two months. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's had it. Yeah. No, it's true. We definitely contributed to that. Yeah, and I actually we'll I want to contribute to that. I'm gonna make a note about that because I would love to talk. <laughs> figure brain about that a little bit. Okay, so as right. soon as uh, deci- oh, I gotta write something down. Decision making, and then hopefully we remember. Decision making. Decision making about beer. Okay. All right. Cool. So I haven't chugged a beer. I don't. It's been a while. Yeah. How long? So do you, how long do you think? Is it I Arizona days? Guessing. I mean, since Arizona days, but it, I mean, maybe the last big wedding I was at, maybe five, six years ago, maybe. I mean, if you have a, you you can use technology here if you want. Do you have a funnel or anything? No, <laughs> no I'm not funneling. No, that's a IPA. <laughs> that would not end well. All right. I have not funneled a beer all since, right. since guess, college. All right. Sure. I'll throw that. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> So we're going to note about soda, too. Man, I haven't even seen a funnel in a long time. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. Whenever you're ready. Okay. You can put the mic down, too. You don't need to, like... Oh, there you go. <laughs> you need to get double grasp this guy. It's a real girthy one. <laughs> you look scared. He's off and running. Pretty impressive. Not bad at all. Yes. It's gonna that's gonna count. That's gonna be a good one. So four, we're at what do we do? four point six six seconds. Okay. With three seconds off. It definitely cracks the top ten. Yes. Let me <laughs> Yes. This, this is, is a, why this I a high point today. of my life. <laughs> hey man, it's COVID. I time. made it. It's like, yeah, literally <laughs> any small victory that we can have <laughs> yeah. like, in our lives. I at cracked this point. the top ten on Corey's beer chug on his podcast. Yeah, man. All two people are gonna be so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> we do pretty well. <laughs> All right, let me see. Yeah, we, uh, we we have a podcast, or I should say. I know. Ha- I was podcast. like, I, I looked, and it's, it looked like you guys hadn't recorded since, like, April. We haven't. So, and that's one of the reasons I want to do this, too, was that we've, we need to get it back going again, but Jay, our producer, his mom has uh, breast cancer, so oh, he's I'm like. Sorry, I hear that. Yeah, he's, I think she's okay, but um, he can't do it. I, I don't have all this fancy, fancy doodads that you got here. Yeah, man, I'm pretty fancy. It looks like it. All right, you definitely cracked the top ten. So, without top knowing five. the exact. All right, so you're at 4.66, so you're at 1. 1.66? One, 1.66. Six, six. One, six, six. That's pretty good. You're sixth place. Sixth place? Sixth place. All right. You just, yeah, that's pretty damn good, though. That's not bad. So, I mean, the fastest time is 0.63 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Who the hell did that? This guy, Matt, he's a psycho. He's the buyer at the pint room in Denver. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he hates his life. He was like, I've done this twice today. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. So 0.63 is the number one time, but at 1.66, you're just behind Erica from Kuma's Corner in Denver Okay. Uh, at 1.58. So 
uh, and he beat out our friend Nick Dean, who's a comic, uh, at 1.95. So very respectable. All right. I'm proud of you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. It's not my, hard, my wife's gonna be very proud. Of I'm me. such a bad chugger. Like yeah. I was, I, I'm, people are like, "Oh, are you gonna do it?" I'm like, "I've done it plenty of times. I've embarrassed myself like enough." Yeah. But you're better than you. Yeah. You I didn't, didn't know how that was gonna go. I, I feel good about my. Performance. I could see that, like, right when you were getting to the finish line, you were yeah. like, "It's almost there," and you just like did like a big yeah, like, throwback. Like, finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then uh, so what's your joke? Oh shit. Um, not out of the woods just yet. And if it's terrible, I it's have to add great, three seconds on your time. For it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why are barbers never late? Because they know all the shortcuts. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> Comedy. Uh, Comedy. Uh, <laughs> You've never done stand-up, right? No, no. Have you ever wanted to? I have wanted to. I've always wanted to. I, I don't. I've never actually written jokes, so I don't know how that would work. But yeah, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it that obvious? That would uh, be great. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it would be fun, but I don't. I've never. Yeah. Sitting down and writing a joke sounds difficult. Um, I'd more like to do like uh like sketch shows or something like that. Like yeah. Well, the thing is, you can always stuff. just write a sketch, right? And then yeah. just if you want to like give that you could always just send that somebody it seems like something that would be you could do something fun with your kids like you've got yeah the whole fam at right. home to like just use them we're as gonna have a lot, of, a lot of free time coming up too yeah just use them <laughs> as your actors and yeah. just be the director and be like no you're saying it wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah. your motivation what, what are you doing we went through this were you out last night <laughs> did you do any character research yeah right <laughs> um yeah i don't know so when did you start doing comedy started doing comedy about four years ago has it been that long? Uh, yeah. And, I mean, this year is kind of weird just because I we were doing outdoor shows all summer, but not at the frequency that I was. So when I was here, there was really two good open mics a week. There was one down in Albany on Mondays, and then there was one at Comedy Works here on, I think it was Thursday. Right. How was that, the Comedy It Works? was really good. Yeah. It, was, it was a great mic, and you'd get an actual audience there most of the time. Right. But there's only one a week. So... Yeah. In Denver, Not a lot of reps. Yeah, and in Denver and like bigger cities, I'm on stage every night, and I'm getting on stage at least eight to ten times a week. Are you really? Or eight, yeah, eight to ten times a week. I wow. I was, anyway. Huh. So yeah. even though we were running four or five outdoor shows over the summer, it's still only like once a week. So just getting those reps in and fleshing it, because most material... It, People think it's like, oh, you just come up with a lot of funny stuff. It's like, well, it's mostly garbage. Like, yeah. it's mostly <laughs> terrible. Right. You just got to flesh out all the bad stuff and keep the good stuff, and then you build on the good stuff. So do you know going into a show, like, this probably sucks, but I'm going to throw it out anyway and see, oh, it, yeah. see what happens? Oh, yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, I usually – it's pretty rare that – it changed a bit over the summer because nothing really mattered. So right. I was totally fine just doing new material. Nothing uh -huh. really mattered. Yeah. It's so uh, sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there was no forward progress, you know. The, yeah. I think part of the drive before had always been I'm continually improving and stakes aren't high, but, like, I, had, I kept a, a firmer grip on it because you're moving forward. Like, if I kill at this gig, then I'll get a better gig. And then right. if I kill okay. now, I'll be at the club, like, right more regularly, that kind of shit. So with – um, with the summer, it's easier to just go up there and wing it because people were just like happy to be out, and they okay. gave me the benefit of the doubt a little bit more. Right? They're like, I whatever, think. say anything. Yeah, make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm the waiter. I'm not even the comic, and you're just yeah. laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Made it easy, but a lot of times, it depending, it depends on how long the set is. 
but I usually try to work in new-ish material in every set. Just to get some, see if it works. To see if it works, yeah. And then you bookend it with the strong stuff. You lead strong, fuck around in the middle, and then you end strong. So if you're on the stage every night, how often can you repeat material? Well, with open mics, it's new material all the time. So what you would do is on Sunday or Monday, you would trot out your newest stuff. And then whatever kind of worked, you just continue to improve on that throughout the week or add to it, change it, so that hopefully by Friday or Saturday, you've got like a fully formed bit. Okay. But so and but there's it's a plenty, quick process. There's plenty of weeks, though, that it's just fire. Like, it's just hot dumpster fire. Like, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> like, sometimes there's other weeks where you're, you're on fire and the joke's killing, and then there's other weeks where, like, man, I didn't, I didn't get anything this week. Yeah. No laughs. Nothing. So what's... Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. I think it's got to be really difficult to write a joke that's just going to work in front of anybody. Uh-huh. I mean, do you tailor it to who's the who the audience is? or it, Yes and no. I mean, it's a hard vetting process, but you try to get your act to a point where it's almost bulletproof. Like, you can yeah. literally just walk this out anywhere. And that was something that Jamie Foxx had always talked about, where he would run material all over the country and some comics have like well this works really well in the south or this works really well in the pacific northwest but his philosophy was always like this has to kill everywhere or i don't want it right that makes sense yeah which is the way it kind of should be because i know comics that in denver that they won't go do shows in the springs like colorado springs which is an hour south because it's more conservative because it's military down there. It's military. It's very religious. A lot of mega churches. People like. Oh really? Going, yeah. Apparently, people like going to church and shopping malls. I don't know. And <laughs> it's, I don't get it. I, I don't really get it. <laughs> but they literally won't go because they're like, oh, like I don't do as well down there. I'm because like, they're not. They're it's an not hour away. That. Yeah. Well, it's like, I think I've heard Chris Rock say that too. Doesn't he like go to like old people's homes or who, somebody? Somebody. I mean, somebody I'm sure they go to like old people's homes. Like if it works here. It'll work everywhere. Yeah, it'll crush in front of an audience that can actually hear it. But you see, you see, yeah, so you see, so people like will avoid certain like areas. They're like, this, my comedy doesn't work there. It's not worth my time. Right. But the, they're not successful enough to actually be able to say that. <laughs> right. like, listen, dude, you're not, uh, you haven't made it yet. Yeah, you don't get yeah. to pick and choose your venues. <laughs> you can't even pick and choose the venues you work at in this town, <laughs> let alone like go someplace else and stop and start turning right. down gigs. You're not for me. Yeah. Well, that's like if you want to make it, you gotta like you're gonna hit the road, like that's part of the deal. Like you don't just go from being a comic in Denver and then just like you just made it one day and you're in New York right. or LA. Like you gotta go work the road, and that's a lot. That's Nebraska, it's Iowa, it's it's the rural areas of Texas, it's Georgia. You know, it's not. So is that what you do? Are you on the road? Touring? Yeah, I was going on tour. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a bunch of stuff lined up this year too, but you know, the uh, world. You know, the world. Yeah. yeah. So I've just been doing different writing projects this year. I wrote a pilot. I've been working on a screenplay. Um, yeah, just trying nice. to do other creative things. But okay. Because you were buddies with Dan Soder, right? Yes. He, was, he went to college with Dan. Yeah. He so was hilarious in college. Was he a comic in college, too? He was, was he trying to be. So it was it was really cool that he made it. Um, he was He's a couple years younger than me, but we used to hang out a lot. And uh, he was trying to make it in college. He was like, I got on this radio show. Should I try to get on here? And then... I graduated, and I sort of was, like, watching him from afar. And he was always doing these, like, little bits, and you'd see him in New York. And he then he got on Conan, I remember, like, 10 years ago. And it was yeah. like, oh, my God, Dan's on Conan. Pretty big deal. And now he's, like, 
blown up. He's yeah, on billions, he's like, and he made it. And one of the most, you know. he's one of the best comics like in the industry for sure. Dude, he's hilarious. The, the thing was, in college, he was hilarious. Like you know, you're in college, you, you think you're funny, or you know, you think you and a couple yeah. of your friends are funny. He was always like the dude in the room that was the fastest. Like you could never keep up. Just with super him. quick, super quick. Like he was always the funniest guy in the room, which. And, you know, everyone likes to think their group of friends was funny, but he was always, like, clearly funnier. Yeah, but there's not every group of friends <laughs> that has a successful comedian that, like, came through the ranks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, but he worked at it, man. He did it for a long time, and I just really – all of us, all of our friends are just, like, super happy to, like, see that he made it because he's, yeah. like, he's a good dude, too. No, I've so, heard that. Yeah. I've, heard he's, I've heard he's also just, like, awesome. He's yeah. Just a good, a good, solid person. He's a good dude, and I don't, I don't really talk to him anymore. I talked to him a little bit when he let out his uh, special. Yeah, because didn't you go down it. to the? Ta- did he invite you down to the taping? Or did I you did. Buy tickets or no? I, to- I, I, saw, I thought saw it was happening. A couple of our friends were talking about it. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. So like, I, I went, and then um, I told him I was like, I'm not going to bother you tonight because he, he's not like we're not like tight anymore. And sure. I was not like, oh, you're famous now. Hey, so come on, let's hang out before this yeah. big, very important event. Yes. I, I was texting him about. I'm like, look, dude. I'm like, I'm coming. I'm like, I'm not gonna bother you that night. He's like, oh, don't hi. worry about it. I'm yeah. like, I just, you know. And then afterwards, I was like, look, we had a great time. I sent him a text. I'm like, I'll come down and hang out. But, you know, I'm not trying to, wasn't trying to bother him. It was a big night for him. Yeah. But uh, it was fucking incredible. hilarious. And it, it was fun to see. It was a great special. Son of a Gary is what it's called. Son of a Gary. Yeah. Son of a Gary. <laughs> it's. It was one of the best specials that came out. I think it was last year, right? Yeah. It was. Uh, it was right before this happened. So it was October of 19. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Um, who, else, who else do you really like comedy wise? Do you? I mean, are you following? Are so you big stand up guy now? I am. now. I just. Uh, who else do I like? I always like Bill Burr. So they, these guys, Albany gets a decent like amount of guys coming through the palace, and I go to see all of them. So oh sure, yeah. Louis C.K. Saw Bill Burr. I saw Daniel Tosh. Anyone that comes through there, I basically go see or did come through there before the last year. The palace was like my dream. Kind of if I ever filmed a special, I would. That would be love it. To do well, it's the a palace. nice venue. It's beautiful. It's cool in there. Yeah. yeah. It looks haunted, and yeah, it's like right. people have been killed it's there. Like I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It's like all the seats are red because yeah. they're soaked in blood. Right, like, I like that. Velvety, <laughs> and it's like yeah, we definitely yeah, people were murdered there. Yeah, point. for sure. Yeah. There's bodies. That's the way it should be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an old timey building where nobody's been killed. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Clearly, not enough lawless shit has yeah. happened here. Say whatever you want. This, this, it's seen worse. I like my venue's debaucherous, yeah. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> No, but, but it's great. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know who else do I follow now. Nate Nate Bergatz, I think, is funny. What's I love? I yeah, how Nate's, do you say Nate's his great. name? Nate Bergatzi. Is the way I've, am I saying it right? Yeah. I think you, I think you got it. He's funny. Uh, Mark Norman, I think, is funny that I see on there. I mean, Norman's I, great. He's really blowing up right now too. He seems like he's good at writing jokes. He's one of the best j- right. straight up joke writers yeah. in the business. He's so his jokes are so. Did you see his last special that he put out on YouTube? I think. I don't think I did. No. It's really great, and it's just man, it's a joke like every ten seconds. He's Rip, just yeah. Ripping through them. It's crazy how many punchlines he put into like an hour. Well, that and that to, to, that to me, and I'm not a comedian, seems really difficult. But like he's someone that like you know you could tell it's not just like oh he's sort of his personality. He's doing like impersonations. Those are jokes. Yeah. He sets them up. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he's got very, a nice punchline. Very much it. so. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like he's a fun hang too. Like I worked with him down at the Funny Bone in Albany. Oh yeah, that was my first club weekend uh, that I ever did. Was working with Mark. And, oh okay, uh, nice guy or what? Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Like he's he just he loves the hang. Okay, it's mostly because I think he's um, he hates himself. But it's <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how he it works doesn't want to be alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> he just wants to be able to hang out with people, yeah. so he doesn't have to be trapped inside of his own thoughts. Right. We've talked about it. it gets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just got this, like so much so much spinning around his head yeah. like all the time that he's always in like angst. You know. I think right. he's better about it now than he used to be. But yeah, it okay. was a fun it was a fun weekend for sure. Oh, that's cool. He's totally down for the hang and uh, was definitely gave me some like good pointers with some of my jokes and stuff. And nice. Yeah, he was great. So Damn. it's nice. It makes a huge difference to work a club weekend and the comic, the headliner is fun. Right. Like if they're not fun, I know that seems kind of, co- it seems like are some of them no kind of dicks. Like yeah. They just kind of suck. Chasey, like they don't want to like hang. They do their jokes. Cool. They beat it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. They jerk off in the green room. They beat it. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just like, man, this is inappropriate, but R- I feel R- like R- I need R- Louis CK's career. <laughs> yeah. guy's hilarious. It sucks, man. I need the, I need the job though. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I need the gig. Louis. So well, he played up here. Yeah, yeah, they, he, they snuck him in there. Yeah, right? he used he's used comedy works before. A bunch yeah. of comics have that. They use this room as like a good testing ground for new material because okay. it's not that far from the city in the grand right. scheme of things, and they know that it's it's a great room. Yeah, like for all of the shortcomings that this place had in terms of bringing in regular re- regularly bringing in great comics, yeah. and kind of supporting the local scene, like which I have my own grievances with and shit. Right, but it's an awesome room. Have you seen a show there? I have. I saw Shane Gillis there. Yeah. And he was hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else did I see there? I didn't see you there. I saw um, a video of you there. Yeah. I didn't really get a lot of love there, and I also wasn't very good, like, when I was trying to... starting off? Like, yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I mean, that place, to be honest, before... I think the only reason I knew it was even active is when I heard, like, you were going there. Right. Because it was sort of like it was always like closed or it was a different thing. That's the like, thing is just it was never promoted very well. Like yeah. Tommy, he, again, fine enough, dude. Uh, he's got a couple different coals in the fire in terms of like what he's doing with businesses and, and shit. Okay. But he kind of just ran the place like uh, we can put anybody up here and people are going to come or they're not. Like it's not going to. Is that how it ha- worked? Yeah, kind of. People just showed up no matter what? Because it's, it's a kind of a touristy town. And people are yeah. like, well, it's the only com- if people want to go see comedy, this is the only place in town to do it. Well, so you're, you're right when you say it's not promoted enough, because as someone that obviously lives here and is in the social scene, I yeah. never didn't hear wouldn't hear that much right. about it. You know? Yeah. And he didn't necessarily. It's a kind of a hard thing, too, because they it's not a huge room. Right. So to pay for certain acts to come through there, like you don't even you I can't don't even make their money. Back can't even make your money back, you know, yeah. and food and drinks and stuff. Right. Uh, but it was always if it's a full room, man, that place was hot. Minimum. Yeah, <laughs> gotta. The soda has a great bit about oh, that. Drink like, We're not artists, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he says something. He's like, you don't go to the the ballet and there's a two drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we're a step above circus monkeys. Oh uh, man, yeah, that's I forget what it was. It's true, <laughs> but yeah, the New York is notorious. The city is notorious for having these like bringer shows for people that you're not very good yet, so you're not. You can't get booked at like regular rooms or at the clubs or alt rooms and stuff that are actually of value. Yeah. So promoters will con younger comics or newer comics into doing these bringer shows where you have to bring five or six people, and then they also have to ha- have to order. buy drinks. Yeah, and two yeah. drinks minimum, and it's in the city, so like it's a twenty-five dollar ticket. Right. Drinks are ten bucks each. Your friends better really like You're you. You're fifty dollars in <laughs> each person to watch yeah. you tell to watch you bomb for eight, right. six minutes. Thank you guys. I'm gonna take you out to Chipotle tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never had the heart to do it. Like yeah. I just, yeah. It was like well, I you can't. could probably do it. Well, you can't do it every weekend. Like you guys coming out again. Dude, like, I'm, ah. there's gotta be somebody. Yeah, you yeah. can only burn that bridge like so many <laughs> yeah, times. Right. I uh, when I first started out, like I was always, I would text people when I was doing shows and. I noticed that there were times that 
at least a dozen people. Like, I haven't texted them since the last time I did a show. So you go to send them a message, you're like, Ew. Yeah, it's like somebody <laughs> hitting me up now and they're like, that I went to college with, and they're yeah. like, hey, man, do you know where I can get some Adderall? I'm like, motherfucker, it's been 10 <laughs> years. Like, <laughs> like, I haven't. What? Yeah. It's like, yeah, but, I mean, this is rude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is not an okay question, and no, I'm not finding it for you. Yeah, it's my own private stash. Like, yeah. I can't. I don't know you well enough to give it up to you yeah. anymore. Yeah. Do you? When's the last time, when's the last time you did, uh, did mushrooms? Me? Yeah. College. Okay, that one's been a minute then. Yeah. Well, that's the next segment on the show. We're each going to eat 10 grams, and <laughs> <laughs> this podcast actually lasts about eight hours. It's funny. I've been talking. So, you know, a lot of I'm, – I'm relatively uh, – what's the word? Reserve, relaxed, not huge into the – I mean, I, I love my gummies, but other sure. than that, don't really do drugs. Yeah. But – I'm not totally against it. So I was, I was talking to my my wife recently. I'm like, you know, what we should we should do we should just like go somewhere and eat mushrooms. Well, it's been like 20 years. Yeah. What <laughs> else do we got going on? What? Like, why not? We're all gonna be dead soon. Let's take a mental vacation. <laughs> you know? like, let's just go get an apartment in Colorado. But for then a it weekend. just keeps escalating. You're like, let's go to a nudist colony. Let's yeah, go to. You, know <laughs> you don't want to try heroin? <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> yeah. You just keep one upping it. Yeah. Just keep going. You already huh. said yes to the other thing. Just <laughs> yeah, casual. Right. What else can we do? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, bit, bit a minute for me. Okay. So not a lot of mushrooms in your life. Uh, I, see, I don't really smoke weed that much. Um, so I don't even really do edibles or anything like that. I guess my kind of, but I've been microdosing mushrooms for probably three years now. So what does that mean? Like just That's tiny you little You amounts. sound so Silicon Valley. Yeah. 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 So Except I'm not, I don't make as much money. So <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't have so a check So in the morning you microdose and you're like, oh, bro, there's my... Yeah, I'll take a little cap or something every in the couple morning? of days. Yeah. And what wh- what's the result? You just uh, feel one with the universe. No, it's it's usually <laughs> it's kind of just like a body high sort of thing. You just feel a little bit more alert, a little more awake. Huh. Yeah. So and that's boost was it, my mood, boost my in, mood in a little bit. It's decriminalized in Denver right now. Okay. Yeah. So you still have to get it from a shady dude in an apartment. Yeah. So what do you do? Is it in pill He's form? nice. His name's Joel. <laughs> <laughs> He's, <fine>. He's cool. <laughs> He's not risky. He's not a threat. I mean, he's a little risky, but we're cool, you know? <laughs> that's like, all that matters. Know, I love in Pineapple Express when they're going to, they go to the dealer's house, James Franco's house. Yeah. It just brings back memories. For oh, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's It's weird to come back here, and you have to actually, if I wanted to buy weed, I'm like, oh, we actually have to, we could get in trouble for this. Like, that's <laughs> <awkward>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's still an elite, it's a criminal act in New Yeah, York. it's so weird, because <laughs> I mean, they're like bodegas out there. You can just They're everywhere. There's dispensaries all over the place. You don't even God, think about it. What a weird it. existence. And then you come back here, and you're like, I'd have to, is there a PCP on this? I don't know. I heard Denzel Washington talk about it one time, and I've been scared <laughs> about it ever since. I'm just yeah, buying this right. from in a Pizza Hut parking lot, the two-tone <laughs> Dodge Neon. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny. That's got to be a weird change, you know, of culture. I'm sure if you've been out there for a long time, you can just walk in anywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. nice that it's casual and you don't have to worry about it well, being us, a problem. Yeah. I don't know. It being, like, A, getting in trouble, like what you're getting or whatever, anything like that. I mean, for us, like, we, we get a drive to Massachusetts. And when the first time I went in there, it was just probably like a year ago, two years ago. I don't know. And, uh, you're good. yeah, it was, um, it's it's like walking into an Apple store mixed with like a spa. Mm-hmm. It's all like green and they're they've got a lot of it. They're very educated, the people that work there. Yeah. And you almost feel like you're doing something wrong. <laughs> and they're like, well, What kind of high are you looking for? I'm like, I don't know, kinda makes me high. I spilled coffee <laughs> on my eighth. Uh can I return it? Can you fix it for me? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> right. Is there a warranty on this cush <laughs> that I bought? 
But yeah, I don't know. It's even for me going into the store still is weird because you know Massachusetts is not far from here, so it's yeah, a, it's, yeah. it's a qu- it's less than an hour drive. Yeah, of course. But uh, yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm matter. sure it's different for you. Just yeah. having high thoughts. Uh, can I get a refill? By yeah, chance? yeah. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. Give me yeah. One do you want to grab something I'll else? Go. Yeah, yeah, we're good. And we are back. Uh, actually, something. So as a beer, you don't really do a lot of the beer buying over at Henry Street or here anymore. Not probably. Anymore, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But what's something that you what's a beer style you hate like you just loathe them for me it's ambers and winter warmers i just think winter there's such warmers a warmers yeah there's such a waste they're so well, gross it's also like you know I, i'll say winter warmer that's a great one you know yeah. why because also you you commit to it because you're like oh, it's different i'll buy a keg of that it's the holidays it's the holidays people, people will drink want it, it. <laughs> they, they, want they it. won't they don't want it <laughs> they don't want it so it, what happens is it's still on tap in February, and you're like, God damn it. We've sold, like, you check the report, you're like, oh, we've sold four in the last two weeks. Yeah. Did you have other any other styles over there here, actually, that um, you thought would do a lot better than they actually did? Like something maybe esoteric or something that just doesn't seem to work for you guys? Um, Belgians have slowed down a lot. We used to do actually better with them. We have a Belgian line next door. Right. That um, was, again, I think probably like six to eight years ago. They really yeah. were kind of hitting. They, they were... Oma Gang was really big, yep. and there, I think there was just a lot more interest in Belgians entirely, yes. and yeah. then that's just faded like a ton. That's faded. So one thing that also doesn't move, if, if it's not a nitro stout and it's not imperial, goes Stouts. nowhere. You, yeah. get, you get a 5 or 6% stout. Weak-ass shit. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Be ready to sit on that for three months and put, <laughs> it, on, and put it on discount. <laughs> so, I mean, that's... That's one thing I, uh, you know, I have sucks. a hard time with stouts these days because it's just I can do I'm good for five or six ounces maybe, yeah. And then otherwise I'm just like it's just too heavy. It's like a glass of wine. I, I mean, still I, want you it. know, if the only time I like it is if I'm at home and it's like a nightcap and I have one. Sure. It's high alcohol. It's you know, you drink one and that's it. But like a light stout, I mean, like I like a Guinness once in a while, but. Yeah. Most people don't want a 5.5% non-nitro stout. They're just not interested. Yeah, there's just not enough to it, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Because if I'm going to go porters with something that dark. also don't sell. Yeah, because yeah. por- who cares about porters? Some guy named Some, pe- some people love them. Yeah, it's, it's usually old white dudes that are just what, what, like. What was the name you were going to say? I love a nice porter. Like yeah. some guy named Daryl. Like yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Smith. Or Ron. What do you have for porters? No, that's Ron. That's yeah. a Ron. Yeah, right. <laughs> a I think Ron. that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love like a, a good, good porter. porter. <laughs> of course you do. We've been <laughs> waiting for you. We have, <laughs> can you please kill this gag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, it, actually, that kind of reminds me. There was a. I re- you remember? You know Ryan's Wake down in Troy? Yeah, sure. I've they never were been there, but I know of it. a huge UFO Hefeweizen account for us. Mm. Like they motored through like four or five kegs a month, I think. And then and this is kind of bleak, but uh, it's. I think it's a fun story. The. All of a sudden, the sales just dropped off. They like weren't selling any kegs. I'm like, what the fuck happened? There was like two months in a row. Yeah. And then I go in there. I'm like, hey, what what happened with the UFO? Like, you guys aren't selling anything. They, they're like, oh, Steve died. Steve just came in and drank. Oh, there was literally kegs. one guy. <laughs> there was one dude at Ryan's Wake. That's fitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that fucking he just pounded <laughs> UFO. Steve died. <laughs> He's literally been. Key- we, we also had to fire two people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're closing next week. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> really the, funny. He kept the whole place in business. Steve died. Liver <laughs> failed, if you believe it. <laughs> he was literally drinking all of it. R.I.P. Steve. R.I.P. Steve. That's funny. One man was supporting the... Uh, yeah, and the, and the other thing, too, is that now, I mean, there's really no, f- there's no fucking difference between a porter or a stout. 
Yeah, not there, you know. there really is. I mean, right. it's it's kind of up to the marketing department. Sure. Like, yeah, if you had yeah. a pure version of like an English porter and then an oatmeal stout, you'd be like, yes, these are the differences between right. these things. But you never really know. If you're what looking you're for one, the other is fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I only drink stouts. I refuse yeah. to drink uh-uh. porters. Mm-mm. Don't hand me that shit. It's like, a little. Can flat. you leave, please? Yeah. Just, <laughs> get, <laughs> just get, get the, over yourself. Just get the hell out of here. <laughs> Beat it. Yeah. That winter warmers for me. The only winter one that warmers. I've ever liked was um, Great Lakes Christmas Ale. I am okay. a fan of that one. Have they made it out here yet? Uh, they have. Yeah, we have a rep that's he's in here a lot. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we have some Great Lakes stuff. Um, I just I just don't love that style of beer. We yeah. you know we get it for the holidays and this year is a little different. We've been buying a lot less, just waiting to get shut down. So yeah, sure. But usually we bring in some all Christmas that. E- yeah. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't okay, love a nice. Cri- I don't care who makes the Christmas beer. I don't love it <laughs> typically. Like, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's trash. That's <laughs> yeah. totally fine. It's fine. So when you guys, I mean, because you guys, you're not doing as much of the beer buying anymore. But when you guys first got going, what was the decision making like for when what you wanted to put up there? Are you trying to keep it a balanced board? You know, what what? So what's we the went out of our way to keep it balanced. So. Uh, and we still do, and a lot of places don't do that now, and we still do. Yeah. So we still have – we have added another IPA line, but our board is still very balanced, so we hit all the styles are an option. Right. Um, and we always wanted that. I mean, we were we were modeling it after what Blind Tiger used to be. Mm-hmm. And this is, when, this is before the – the rotating model wasn't – it was almost nowhere, even right. in cities. Yeah. And then when we opened it here, we're like, we want it to be like – Legit, because that was our favorite place. We drive up there. You know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know what the Blind Tiger is, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. So we uh, we used to drive up there from Philly just to have like three or four beers and drive back. Yeah, and just loved it. Loved everything about it. They had beers that you couldn't get anywhere else. And sure, but you just would go out of your cool. way to enjoy because you loved the place so much. I we had. Yeah. A, you ever been to Three Penny Tap Room up in Montpelier? I haven't actually. Uh, that I'm that was that place for me. Been. It okay. was. I would literally drive up there just to have dinner. Yeah. And like a couple beers, and then fucking come home. Yeah. Well, it was. It's so cool good. experience. Yeah, I love yeah. that place. So. Just feels like an extension of your house. Yeah, in a well, strange way. There, but yeah. No, no, no. I meant oh, like yeah, that yeah, about like Blind thing. Tiger yes. for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it felt, felt like feels like you know a little home, like comfortable. You're like, yeah, oh, it's we strange. Made it. Like we it arrived. just feel like cozy. Yeah, here. you're yeah. like you, you melt a little bit when you get there. You're like, oh, I can relax. Yeah. So. Because that, but that model, obviously, as you know, is like the bane of existence for all suppliers. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. So annoying. I mean, it was. I at least applaud yeah. you guys for not doing tap handles, because yes. that's the most annoying process in the entire world where you are moving like you move through kegs so fast yeah some places are like well we need the tap handle for it it's like why <laughs> what do you want the tap handle for like you're literally gonna you're not gonna put this on again yeah you're after wasting my time yeah. like well it's to help sell the beer i'm like motherfucker you sell the beer like i don't right. need to we don't need to <laughs> yeah that's your job tap handle yeah. there no that was one thing that i we never knew about and we, we did it for aesthetic reasons just we liked the, the taps looking clean and wanted sure. the chalkboard to be the focal point all that shit which now seems sort of like cliche and generic, but at the time, it yeah, felt you guys are like, so basic. Well, let me guess: your bar is made out of reclaimed barn- yeah, exactly. barnwood. I know. I know. <laughs> now it's it's so funny. Some of the like this stuff that I see, I'm like, oh. But I feel like you guys did like that first year before a lot of places. But then again, I can't I, d- I can't say that for sure, just because there is like this town is so old. And all the building that's right. one thing that is still not so nice is that a lot of the original architecture is still in place in a lot of spots. Yeah. So I don't know how old or uh, how. Uh, 
reclaimed any of the stuff in the well, actual it did, venue it, is. A lot of the places downtown, it doesn't have to be reclaimed because it never left. Yeah, right? sure. So, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's literally building, just so that old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we took over what used to be an auto shop. So, you know, there was nothing to reclaim in there. It's yeah. a cement floor. Is that what Henry Street was? No, well, it was. Uh, yeah, so this whole building, including Flatbread, was at one point a big auto shop. This okay. building, the building that Flatbread's in, is a lot older and has more history to it. Yeah, okay. This used to be like a a textile shop and there's a bunch of things in here if you go in the attic which is literally held up the beams are trees what i'm not kidding get they're, out of here the fr- well, first time i walked up there i was like are you fucking kidding me what is this place they're, they're not walking into a time they're not warp, even big like, trees i'm in a forest yeah now? i'm like oh is this building gonna fall down did it we saw the lease already <laughs> shit i didn't notice this um my architect said they're fine but yeah they're literally just trees because that's how they used to build shit but um, yeah, <laughs> so tap room and and, and Where do you want to construct the town? Well, it's like, well, we need a bunch of trees that are kind of close together so we can build buildings around them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just we found it, Marty. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. The timber here is strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of the buildings here, there's, there's a lot of history, obviously, in Saratoga. But, yeah. like, there's a river that runs across the street under the parting glass and through the whole town. Really? There's, yeah, you don't know this? No. There's like an underground river. that. So this red barn that's recently been redone. Just made me think of Ghostbusters for some reason. It did, like yeah. Go under like the city and it's just... Winston. <laughs> Someone asks you if you're a god. You say yes. <laughs> of course. The answer's always yes. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like improv. Yes, and? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, there's a river that runs under it. So it's like... So they had to... There's a lot of construction that's a little wonky here okay. that people won't touch because of that reason because sure. literally there's a river that runs underneath the city i mean they could turn this place into a little venice that'd be pretty tight that would be nice i'm yeah. in for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> run, the, run the stream right through in front of our places i'm in please yeah, yeah. turn this <laughs> into a boat do. launch yeah <laughs> we'll put to change our business model. we're nautical themed now yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have lobster uh, all the time Good day, there's, mate. there's not an ocean <laughs> Not an ocean anywhere around. Yeah, uh, right. That always. I Welcome to Salty's Lobster Barn. I yeah, thought that was really funny. That just because a venue is on the water, they like felt obligated to serve seafood. I'm like, motherfucker, nobody. Everybody knows you didn't get it out of the lake. Well, th- well Lake yeah. George does that. Yeah, right. Jesus. There's a place up there. Forget you didn't what it's catch called. this crab <laughs> here. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, it's a raw bar. It's like we're in the mountains. <laughs> the closest ocean's like four-hour drive. <laughs> just because you can see water doesn't yeah. mean Look, that there's you have a to. pond. We're doing oysters. Yeah, yeah, we're next to a barn. Well, I guess we're a burger bar now. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> right. it's all we can do. Yeah. Just serve meat. That's funny. I, I think it probably works though. But yeah, it is. I funny. guess in some regard, you're not like, oh, we just caught this fresh trout. Everyone's so when you're buying, so you're buying beers over there, you're trying to keep a balanced board. But yeah, I mean, were there ever times that you just didn't? You felt like. You were taking a risk by just rotating stuff all the time, or did just, it, it never really worked out that way? Honestly, we never had any trouble selling stuff, um, except for the occasional stout or winter something warmer. like that. Or winter, winter warmer, <laughs> right? Everything else just moved, especially IPAs. And this was, you know, when we first opened, it was eight-plus years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. People were excited. I know, it is crazy. People were excited. Did you guys just excited. celebrate, like, an anniversary? Just had our eight-year anniversary in yeah, October. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. It seems like that's crazy that it was that long ago. It really is. I've, uh, it's hard. It, you know, I still feel like we're brand new, and we're just not. But, yeah. And then I think back how much my life's changed. I'm like, yeah, no, you, you've been there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got the fam, and you're in a new place. I'm being, I say new, but it's been eight years. But, yeah, just total career change, right, because you were a lawyer before. Yeah. 
So and now that seems like that was almost didn't happen. It's like a different existence. Yeah. But um, do you like owning a bar? Like, do you like owning a restaurant? It like, depends what day you ask. Yeah, me. of course. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, <laughs> yes, I, any restaurant. I know it's kind of vague, but yeah. it's obviously it depends on the day. But it's such a different line of work, right? It like, is. So, I mean, I you know, a lot of the times I love it. Obviously, this last year has been tough, but you know, before that. Um, Still, it's a tough business. Have you, you know, ever contemplated like putting a chalkboard out front and be like, "Can also do law stuff"? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> actually, like yes. Consultations, yes. especially now. I'm like, I think I need to expand our horizons yeah, here like with just winter coming. Like you're selling a soup special and be like, yeah. "Today, I can help yeah. you with auto accidents." Yeah, and right. <laughs> not only do you get a bowl of French onion soup, you get a five-minute consult on whether or not you should file a suit over that slip and fall. Getting divorced? <laughs> Come have a beer with Ryan. Yeah, right. Let's talk about what's happened to this point. Uh, it's Bankruptcy? Funny. You're going to have to pay your tab, but I'll help you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll talk you through this a little yeah, bit. right. You're not going to have to pay for the consult, but you are going to have to pay for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh. so with, uh, one thing I noticed you had on tap that I actually wanted to talk about a little bit was Fiddlehead IPA. Sure. I think that beer is so overrated. You know what's funny is that, so that beer, I, so the only one you ever heard of around here was Double Fiddle for a long time, right? Sure. That was the one. Mastermind was uh, Mastermind. came around a little bit, but that was just yeah. cans, right? They really weren't just doing cans. like all the draft. And you I like those two beers. Like I love Second Fiddle and I love Mastermind, but... Fiddlehead IPA to me was always just like well, so I think this, this is also part of you not being here, yeah, because it did. I swear to God, they've changed the recipe. Oh, you think because, so? Because uh, when I used to go to snowboarding wherever, yeah, sure, Vermont, wherever I was, and they would always, I'd be like, oh, Fiddlehead IPA, because you would never hear about it here, and I was like, I didn't even know they made a single IPA, okay, and I would yeah. always hate it. I'd be like, this is gross. This is why you don't hear about it. They've redone it. It's actually good now. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so if you haven't tried it recently, I would retry it. Yeah, I'm I might have to give it a shot. It's not going to blow your mind, but they definitely changed Tweaked it. Tweaked it enough. Because I've always thought they were yeah. a great brewery, and I love their they spot. They had this weird IPA. Yeah, yeah I, I love their spot right out of, like, right outside of Burlington. Like that. Have you ever been in there? With the original spot. Yeah, like the oh, shirt yeah, yeah. that was right it next to their like pizza you, place. You drive right past it 100 times. Mm-hmm. Not even their pizza place, right? No, Isn't it somebody else's? They just, yeah, they yeah. just share the building, and you can yeah. grab beers and then go get pizza <coughs> over there. Right. I remember they used to have – they might even, they might still, but on TV they had a live camera that was on like a bird's n- – an eagle's nest somewhere. Oh, I really? where. But, yeah, it was just like this eagle's nest, and you could see the chicks and stuff. And I remember one time just eating a pizza, having a beer, and the mom ha- brought back a dead rabbit. And the, like, all of the <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's the on the in there. <laughs> and all the chicks just start devouring. This. <laughs> and there's little, there's families, and like yeah. this woman goes, "Oh my What's god!" It's the food <laughs> chain, kids. Just, yeah, I'm just dying. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. No one delivers pizza to eagles. They have oh. to, you know. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's this funny. Is, it was so good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it got a lot better. Just, I mean. That was one to me. That it blew up here, and it was everywhere. And yeah. then. Uh, and I just never really, really cared for it, but whatever. Yeah, and that's fine. Look, that's the whole thing with craft beers. You're not supposed to like all that, right? You, you, it's fine to not like beer. Yeah. You know, a beer. Yeah. So. like any beer. I don't, <laughs> I don't get you, but. All right, let's see. Uh, we've talked, and I love your I love your bar, love, like, both establishments. But like I said, I was here for the first time yesterday, but the pizza was great. Oh, but actually, Appreciate I wanted it. to ask you this. Um, what's your favorite kind of pizza? Like, is it New York? Is it Chicago? Is it wood-fired? Like, what's your... I gotta say, wood fired now. It's definitely not Chicago. Um, yeah, you know, trash. That's so yeah, it's just like yeah. pizza. Las- it's like lasagna. Yeah, it's not a Get bunch of yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I like lasagna. You know, but 
not this garbage. No, I like wood-fired pizza. I gotta say, I really like our pizza. Um, it cooks up quick. It's crispy. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, all pizza is good. It's fucking cheese and bread. You're gonna like it, but yeah, it's hard to fuck up. No, I like our but pizza. Somehow a lot. people do it. Yeah, yeah, they do. But even when they do, you're like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We did a, uh, a stewards, a stewards food podcast. Oh, really? Uh, for tap room and our <laughs> tap room podcast, back on the table for all the listeners out there. Yeah, but uh, we did a food, uh, a stewards food tasting, which then we had Gary Dake, who's the president of Stewards, on for. But yeah, I've uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a great guy. Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> we did their pizza. And it, I mean. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the gas station pizza that they have under the heat lamp. It's gas station pizza. Yeah. But what did he think pitch. about it? Like, what did he have to say about it? He was, first of all, surprisingly knowledgeable about his food products. About pizza? Or just, like, all of no, the just stuff? just what he sells, where he sells. He, he, knows, he, yeah. he, knew a, he knew his shit, which yeah. I was very impressed with. He knew, like, wh- what they sold where and what kind of sandwiches they had at different places. And where they, I was like, oh, okay. All right, Gary. Right, <laughs> paying attention. Okay, yeah, uh, <laughs> impressed. But yeah, they're. F- I mean, I don't want to hijack the. You know, go well, on you can go listen to the episode, right? Yeah, and hear go more listen to the episode. It. Yeah, it's that's really fun. funny. There's a great anecdote about one of our servers using the Stewart meatballs uh, at a high-end Italian restaurant he worked at because they had run out. So he just like really ran quick. to Stewart's really quick <laughs> yes. and replaced it, and somebody was like, "This compliments to the chef. This yeah, is he was exceptional." Like, Just like my mama made him. He was like, "No, yeah." Bought him from the gas station <laughs> next door. Uh, people can trick themselves into anything. <laughs> Stewart's is a treasure. Yeah. I love that it place. Is. Yeah, yeah. The fact that every single one of them looks like uh, I love all the, like the handwritten signs that they have all over the place. Yeah, just like it, per- it feels. Commu- it's it's nice. They we do got a good bagged job. donuts today. Yeah, that Susan wrote a sign for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come hang out. She made them. She did. And then there's the yeah. people that just like will hang out at Stewart's and have it's a coffee. Unbelievable. They're <laughs> there all day. <laughs> and you know what else I said to him, Marty? There's some guy that I went to Uncommon Grounds earlier, which is like a local coffee shop in town. And there was a guy that would always hang out there. He just sits by himself, has a coffee, and he has the worst toupee I've ever seen in my I think entire I know life. Who you I do definitely know who I'm talking about because <laughs> yeah. he's there like every day. <laughs> and he was there today. I was like, dude, it's been two years and he's still doing the same That's damn it. thing. Yeah. He's still got this awful toupee. <laughs> so, does he have a laptop in front of him? Not today. Okay, there's another guy that goes to the Starbucks that goes in every day with a, uh, a suit kind of thing on and okay. sits down with his laptop. I'm 100% sure he's not working. But <laughs> he, he goes in there every day like he's, you know. He's been trying to get into his own email for like three years. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I'm firing up AOL again. There's got to be something in there. Yeah, we're going to anyway. get this thing going. We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. Uh, so I had mentioned that I really love your businesses because it's time Appreciate to it. uh, yeah. hear more about why people don't like your business. Uh, this is <laughs> Bad Reviews. It's a segment we do on every show. I can't wait. The whole idea is just meant to be. It's so I think on Google you guys were rated like 4.8 stars out of 5. Are we doing Taproom or Flatbread? We're doing Taproom because okay. that's just what I knew you for. And like I said, I hadn't really been to this no, place No, it's yet, fine. So yeah. I'm sure we can find some for Flatbread if we want. No, Taproom's good because I, you know, I'm obviously... I have a lot of more experience there, so it's fun to read. And if you also, if you have anything that comes to mind, like yourself, that you'd love to share, yeah. I'd love to hear it. But the whole idea is that it's just kind of meant to be cathartic, very a la mean tweets from Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, so, I, I won't uh, be offended. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> so I'll read one, and then I'm gonna have you read one. But this one's okay. from uh, Brittany Mackey. Uh, it is one star <laughs> from about a year ago. 
Yikes. Cozy environment until I bought a $5 beer on tap. I don't really know why she put the $5 in there. Like, is I'm it surprised. That sounds like a discount beer yeah, for I'm like, us. I'm like, yeah, Henry Street? Yeah, fucking right. You bought a $5 beer. Get the hell out <laughs> of here. You're <laughs> full of shit, Brittany <laughs> Mackey. This overpriced place. Who's doing the prices that day? <laughs> yeah, somebody screwed up. <laughs> that should have been eight at least. Yeah, right. <laughs> Didn't tip the bartender a male. <laughs> was extremely oh. rude. When I went back to grab another, he wouldn't serve me and rudely said, I only serve people that tip. First of all, you know nobody actually said that. Yeah, well, I hope not. Somebody had a conversation in their head, <laughs> and this is, like, how they thought it went down, first and foremost. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to keep going. But it was, uh, I only serve people that tip. I replied, I only tip when I receive good service. I'm like, are you trying to write a short story right now? Like, what do you mean? So he said this. Yeah. I said, wow, you really got him, Brittany. His <laughs> got his ass. We'll never be back. Take your money elsewhere where and where employees appreciate your service. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean your service? You didn't do it. Your what, service as, you a, a beer? Yeah. as a consumer? Like, <laughs> I don't even think she's talking about the right place. Yeah, I, it, it doesn't... It doesn't sound like behavior we would condone, I can tell you that, sure. or seems normal. I don't know. Is this part of your training where you just tell people <laughs> yeah. that we only serve people that tip? <laughs> I mean, it's a part of their not. onboarding process. Did she mention why she didn't tip out of curiosity? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she got bad service. He was extremely rude. Okay. Yeah, apparently. Okay. But wasn't told. We don't know why. It's a mystery that we'll just have to ponder. Okay. <laughs> For some time. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. What's your st- People should obviously... Like, it kills me now. Like, if this is from a year ago, then... Uh, it wasn't really during COVID times, but, like, if you go to a bar, fucking tip people. Yeah. First of all, if you go to a bar, tip people. You know, the only time we ever see that is from... Skidmore skid Kids. Our, uh, our big for that. They don't tip. But I, th- this is not... I mean, our staff... Skidmarks, Our staff like is great. Them. Yeah. Skidmore kids are not. Some people are like, oh, you guys depend on Skidmore. We're like, no. Fucking nope. <laughs> <laughs> Your staff hates them. You know, they, they, they'll kill with eight people. They'll like split a cheese board and take up two tables for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'll take water and bread. Yeah, no water tip. and bread, and then uh, we're all going to split a lager, but we're going to take all these tables. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play beer pong on the yeah, shuffleboard? right. You guys mind if we play quarters? Like, no, go to yes. Tin and Lynn. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. It's right up the street. There's <laughs> the a whole place that's built for you. Yeah. Oh, actually, that makes me I'm, – I'm curious. Do you have a favorite bar in town? Like, do you have a spot that you really love to go to? Oh, that's a good Obviously question. Obviously, when things are normal. But yeah. So my spot is DA's. Like, I love Desperate Annie's. So DA's, I've only been into twice, and there's no reason for that. Like, I, I everyone that I know that in the industry loves it, and I yeah. just, for some reason, have, haven't landed there much. Um, so the place that I like to go – Typically, so if I go out to eat with my wife, we always go to Osteria Danny. Yeah, it's that very place tucked is dope. in. They give oh, you a ton so of food. Good, yeah, uh, great service. And then, as far as like a bar place to go hang out and drink, I liked. Well, in the summer, I always go to the back patio at Hattie's and hang out with Sal. Yeah, that's like he's just a good time. He's a good time. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's a nice, cool sneak away. It's cool back there. Yeah, totally. That's a good spot to go. And then beyond that, the only place that I used to go to a lot was Seven Horse because, as you know, it's a small town, right? So everyone in the industry knows each other. Nobody knew who I was there. Wow. A brief p- period of anonymity. No, I mean, that, that's, that sounds weird, but, like, if you know this no, town, I get it's it. very like, sometimes small. Sometimes you just right? want to go someplace where nobody knows you your name. You don't want to have like to an answer any questions. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I used to love that place. I don't want to talk to any The of bartender you didn't know anything about our bar 
bar or anything. I'd go in there and hang out. And yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That's great. But they closed. So. <laughs> I like places that are not successful, so nobody bothers me. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, right. You know what the problem with I'm currently looking is? for the next, next failure. Too many people <laughs> like it. I need a place that's not doing well <laughs> yeah. so that nobody talks to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. pretty much it. We got another one. Uh, this one's from Matt T. It's one star, so I'll have you read it for me. <laughs> I can't wait. Brittany Mack, you're going to follow up with her. Yeah, talk to Britt. <laughs> uh, all right, so Matt T. This is from also a year ago. The one older bartender was very unfriendly and wasn't allowing the patrons to participate in the experience of the bar. What does that even mean? I don't he know wasn't what that allowed. means. Hey, hey, hey so all you people, stop <laughs> being bar people. Stop, <laughs> stop drinking. <laughs> oh, my God. I understand not wanting to deal with a rowdy crowd, but it is a bar, and people are going to be slightly rowdy. Just no one was drunk. How rowdy did this person get? And what do you mean you were drunk? You were at a bar. You were getting rowdy, and you yeah. weren't drunk? You were dr- like, so That's a worse excuse. I got to say, this has Drew written all over it. Uh, <laughs> are you I serious? Mean, yeah. Is he just like an old this, curmudgeon? He's just you like, know hey, Drew, you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So Drew, <laughs> Drew, Drew's recently retired, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, I didn't uh, know that. Sorry. During COVID, he... Um, He's retired. He hung him up. Okay. So he's no longer bartending. But old this sounds like he, he was he was at the end of his rope there. Really? The and he's yeah. just tired of like. I think he, he became old man bartender. Oh no! Uh, he was like forty five. He's like does for fucking twenty five years. This yeah. this one sounds like him. Coming to my bar. Yeah, not wanting people to deal with rowdy in the crowd, but slightly rowdy. No one was drunk, but the zero tolerance <laughs> policy in the bar is ridiculous. <laughs> I would recommend there was plenty of bars on Carolina Street. So this guy was looking for a Carolina Street bar. I just want to know, like, what were they doing that pissed I can't imagine. so much? I can't imagine. And also, what kind of, like, in theory, like, what kind of bar was the the person they're accusing trying to run? They're like, listen, there will be no fun. There will be no laughter. I'm sorry. talking. Did I I hear a laugh? (laughs) Steve, were you laughing? (laughs) You shut your goddamn mouth in this bar. (laughs) Yeah. Funny like a clown. This isn't Caroline Street, all right. I want you to solemnly enjoy your cheese board. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. That's uh, that's funny. But we we do once in a while get the, and I'm not condoning any of this behavior by bartenders, but but whatever. Yeah. Uh, we get um, you know, people that are they're they're looking for Caroline Street, you know, and our our average customer at Taproom is 35 to 65 now. Yeah, sure. So there, it's not like a. It's not a rowdy place. It's not a rowdy place. So it sounds Keep like this is probably twenty-five-year-olds. And he even says he's like, "There's better places at Caroline Street." For that, he's yes, like, there are. I want to, yeah. you know, I like to get a little rowdy sometimes. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Yeah. It's not. It's gonna be the right spot for it. Sometimes I like to throw charcuterie at my face. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I want an eight-dollar cheese while I yell at the TV. I'm not even drunk. I just. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like they were lost. Not that I'm condoning that behavior, but that. That sounds like Drew, and uh, yeah, that's <laughs> I don't right. know what to say that's about it. That's good. Sorry to Matt T. All right, Scott R., two stars three years ago. Oh, Great two. selection of craft beer, but okay. 8 to $11 for a pint I think is pretty overpriced. Food is okay. That's probably why he got an extra star. Uh. Attracts a trendy, affluent crowd. Uh, would you say that your beers are overpriced, and are you attracting a trendy and affluent crowd? So I would say that uh, our beers are priced appropriately for what they are. Yeah, for, uh, now for me to buy a Sweet Mountain Lodge. That's what I need. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah this beer's $11. I want to buy a house in the mountains. Listen, I want a nice car. Okay? I got a lot of debt. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm going to put a helicopter pad on the roof of this <laughs> building. I can't do that selling $5 pints to Brittany. Yeah, if I sell <laughs> these to you for $5, I'm not getting ahead. <laughs> Here's what you're missing about this bar yeah. is I'm trying to screw you over yeah. all the time. Like, all the time. Whoa, 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 as whoa, As soon as we whoa. open the doors. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, as you know, Crap beer is expensive. Correct, yeah. I mean, it's expensive. And I think a lot of people that are still, like, of the, of the mentality, like, oh, I can get a $4 Miller Lite. Like, you know why you can get a $4 Miller Lite? That keg's a third of what it costs. It costs $15. Dollars. It costs nothing. And a couple buttons. They're you making, <laughs> when they're selling you a three fifty Miller Lite, they're making a better cost than we are selling <laughs> you the double IPA for 10 bucks. Yeah. So. No, I know. Yeah, and stuff just costs more money. It, there's nothing to do about it. It does, yeah. Yeah, but it's actually... Uh, Reminds me, I wanted to ask you: Do you uh, what was your favorite cheap beer? Like, what's your favorite shitty beer? I like Narragansett. You Gansett um, guy? I'm not as much of a Gansett person. I am. I recently became a Gansett guy because we have it here. Uh, yeah. We have it at Flatbread, and I'm like, this is a solid, you know, crushable yeah. lager. Yeah. Okay. Um, other cheap beers that I like. I like. <laughs> I like Leblat, Labatt only because... I love blue. Yeah, I like a blue light only because I I used to make fun of one of my college roommates from Syracuse for liking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So now I've sort of like embraced it as my own. Yeah. <laughs> Took it under your wing. You're like, okay, yeah, I shouldn't like, have given him as hard of a time. Yeah, like, this. Yeah, it's fine. You know. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a, it's a definitely like a better cheap beer. I remember at one point when I before I had even really started drinking beer, I was like 18 or whatever, and I thought that was like a dark beer. I was <laughs> like, oh, this is bitter. This is, yeah, this is. Woo, what's this? <laughs> what's this special? Back when I used to get like Molson Triple yeah. X because you're like, this oh. is, I'm going to get so fucked I'm up. I'm going to get fucked these. up. Yeah, Some ice beers? Yeah, so my high school beer was uh, Rolling Rock, which I was very. Oh, man. I thought, I thought it was you a fancy you were the beer. Yeah. I did. I was like. Came oh, in the green bottle. I got some Rolling Rocks, baby. <laughs> it was. I thought it was the fanciest shit. I had one yeah. of these. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> You ready to dry hump in the back of my car? Yeah. Let's have a couple of rolling rocks. You have no idea how accurate some that gene is. Some gene-on-gene action. Uh, you got to edit that out or not show my wife. Oh, no. <laughs> just false alarm. Maybe we're just a comment. A hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. it was a hypothetical, hypothetical situation. Yeah, we can always edit it out, except the live stream. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't care. But let's yeah, see. Funny. We've got one or two more. Um, oh, tap room. All twenty beers are warm? Question mark. <laughs> okay, so that embarrassing right. and disappointing. I'm embarrassed for you, as I say this. <laughs> not, not again. Is Wait, is that what the guy wrote? Yeah. He wrote it's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Noah Stanford, two stars. He's a local guide. Uh, so Noah Stanford. Yeah, he's I'm a local guide, guy. a local influencer, somebody that's here to help. He's a local influencer. That's what it says. Local guide. <laughs> it's Eighty-one views. <laughs> I favorite. love Sarah. The self-importance of Saratogians will never be something that I understand. Yeah, or but that's like this review yeah. system in a nutshell is like how right. self-important. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm willing to potentially ruin somebody's business. Small business, yeah. <laughs> because I went there once and I didn't like it. And it doesn't Brr. even make sense. What do you mean all beers were, uh, twenty? all 20 beers were warm? You tried 20 beers, Noah? First of all, we, we drank don't 20 beers. We don't have 20 beers on <laughs> tap. So, 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 so Noah's <laughs> off the mark. I'm not sure he's the right place. How often are people like, <laughs> yeah. they're not even at the right bar. It's like, dude, were you at Parting Glass? Well, no, like right next door. Well, you know what happens actually? Henry's Tavern in Boston oh. Spa. We get mixed up a lot. Yeah, like, do you guys beef? Um, I 
would like to beef with them because I dislike what they did. Yeah, but they named their bar, you know, the same name. They asked for the same sign as us, and their owner, and I don't, I don't I'll open, I love everyone, I'll openly talk shit about this yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck him. He asked specifically to have his sign look just like ours. What? I swear to God. So he wanted it to and be an imposter. he used to come by our bar once a week. So Dirty. he sort of ripped us off. My fault for being a lawyer and also not having our shit trademarked. Didn't expect this was gonna happen. Man, but anyway, stupid we right get that now. a lot. People are like, you know what? Like, uh, you know, I went there and like their pastrami sandwich was terrible. Like, what do you even have pastrami sandwiches? We're, <laughs> we're, get, we're getting bad reviews for a different bar, and th- this one could be that. Yeah, very yeah. likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we sometimes we'll do these, and uh, we'll be at a brewery, and somebody will leave a. Oh, the food was terrible. Like, we don't serve food. Like, we, don't, <laughs> we don't even have food. Where did you get food? <laughs> you got food here? Who's Wait a minute. So you br- you snuck food into our establishment <laughs> and gave it a right. bad rating based on somebody else's food. My warm bologna sandwich was not good. It wasn't my pocket bologna for two was, hours. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> But the uh, the fact that somebody even would write a review that says all twenty beers are warm. We don't. I mean, wh- what does like, that how does mean? that e- like? Yeah, how did you figure that out? Right. You you, you must be hammered. I broke in one day and then ran yeah. my fingers under all the faucets. And, and we don't like, have twenty taps. I know. So this guy's stupid. you know two stars. Yeah, but he's a local influencer, so we don't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, you should invite him in. Fuck Treat you. Him What's to his a name? nice meal. Noah Stanford. Yeah, Noah Stanford. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck Noah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been a time when you saw a bad review or like and you confronted somebody about it or you replied um, back or like anything like that? Do you, have do you check back. the reviews? I, I do. My so Sonia does it. I don't I well I used to get when we first opened I was very sensitive about it and I was like I'm not gonna read these because yeah, it was like a fragile boy. Yeah, I'm a small, I'm a fragile boy. <laughs> but it's also like you don't want to re- you don't want to react like you know. So now there's enough good reviews for now if someone like says something like that i'm just like all right yeah whatever whatever yeah you know there's there it's a sea of reviews you can you can take noah noah the influencer's you know opinion or everyone else's but sure. um no i try not to engage there there is time certainly when i feel it gets a legitimate complaint we'll, like, we'll reach out to someone and be like oh my god like i'm sorry because we, yeah, we screwed that up yeah yeah like 100 percent. it's not we don't not care uh that's not it at all um but some people are you know they're ridiculous, and you just let <laughs> yeah, it go. That's, that's, yeah, you gotta that's pick your battles. Idea. Yeah, that's you know? kind of the idea with this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, with Yelp, I mean, you you pick your battles. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to read untapped reviews with the brewers sometimes. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because people oh, are just like well, be, these people are idiots. You know, these yeah, <laughs> right. they don't even know what they're talking about. Like, yeah. But the fact that we've given s- people so much power, right? Like, and influence. I, I can jump online. I, I mean, I love. I love the idea of a Yelp reviewer. Just just think about it. This yeah. guy goes out to eat. Say he comes here. He's ordering a beer. He orders a pizza. And he's just sitting there <laughs> fucking critiquing everything that's <laughs> happening. He's not having a good time. Yeah. And then he goes home and he's like, mm, well, here I am. Noah the influencer. I'm going to yeah. fucking jump online yeah. and rip this small business apart. Ties and a then belt I'm around his neck ready to hit the typewriter. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Just right. like I'm right. Right. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how he gets off. Yeah. And then he goes back to the job the next day, which is probably, you know, I don't so know. How'd your weekend go, Bob? He's like, yeah. well, crushed a local business. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Crushed the local business. At least one. I mean, I, I did two. People I respect two. me. I'm yeah. a local guide. Yeah. yeah, I'm a local guide. Have I'm, you seen my name on Instagram? I'm a district manager. You can't <laughs> talk to me like that. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can't talk to me like I have a drive. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite Wolf Rails skits. Yeah. Uh, shit, man. Before we get out of here, is there anything yeah. you want to let people know about? Like, uh, if you guys are doing dining or you're doing to go, yeah, we're doing. You, you know, a little bit it's more. very fluid. But right now we're doing both. We just started doing DoorDash, so you can get flatbread pizza delivered to you now. Cool. Um, and doing that all winter, our wings are great, really good. They're finally starting to get the pub they deserve. Our wings are sick. Uh, so Flapper Social, Henry Street Tap Room. Henry Street Tap Room, we have our own podcast called Back to the Table that we plan to bring back at some point. But uh, what was the goal of uh, that? Like when you guys, you guys were, you do like half hour episodes basically when I was checking yeah, it out. Yeah, they're between zero, uh, like hour, half hour, hour. Do you go for anything in particular like on the show? Does no. It, yeah, it's just it's you guys just, talking. It's just us talking. Yeah, we, cool. we, we try to get interesting people on there and then we just, it, it's sort of like this. Have a yeah. few beers and you bullshit. And yeah, sure. Hopefully it's entertaining and if yeah, it's cool. not great yeah check it out <laughs> no, yeah no but it's a great show so you should definitely check it out yeah um and you can get that at basically anywhere podcasts are available yeah. right yeah itunes whatever the things you know spotify yeah, whatever you say anywhere okay. it's available yeah, yeah. fun yeah yeah <laughs> cool man well thank you so much for having me like i said it's it's, it's really great to see you and you too, just kind of catch up and i don't know enjoy Welcome pizza back. beer yeah. yeah it's back on the table <laughs> hey yo <laughs> wow check Jesus the hashtags look. all right get yeah. the hell out of here all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Bye.